Robert. Yo, what's shaking AC? <laughs> I love no, those hand gestures. Been... You always got that going. I know. I just feel like I have to do that when you say that. Say that. Um, <laughs> now, I noticed you have your glasses off, and sometimes I notice that you sneak them off right before I say Robert, even though you're supposed to pretend you don't know I'm going to say Robert. Yep. So what's going on with that? Why do you take your glasses off? Um, it's something I noticed that Ryan Reynolds does. Um, whenever you see him on screen in character, he's never wearing glasses. But when you see him off screen in a documentary like Welcome to Wrexham and, you know, he's doing important things, he puts his, his glasses on. And I think it ma maintains the allure of like the sexiest man in the world. So that's what I kind of <laughs> try to do, you know? <laughs> Okay, I will move on from that topic because I have no idea where to go with that. <laughs> okay, well, we'll let the women uh, send in their votes for okay. the uh, the Ange and Rob Rants, uh, Sexiest Man Alive. <laughs> oh my God, how red is my face now? <laughs> Are you blushing? <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm just going to run with it, right? And, and uh, you know, we could pause and start over, but that's sort of a rule. We don't do that, right? That's right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so where do we go from here? Well, well tell me what's shaking in your world. What, what's been going on? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, highlight uh, of the week was, I uh, I don't know if it's a highlight, but a fun thing is uh, a recent roundtable, which we talked about uh, company charities, like having a corporate charity or a corporate cause that you support. Um, and I, it, I brought it up because I wanted to hear, it was our planned topic, and at M&M back in the day, we we had that. And I'll just give you a little bit of context. So um, back back in the earlier days of M&M, as things were starting to like really pick up in terms of, you know, number of franchisees in the system and all that, I think someone said to my dad, you know, Mac, you should really think about having a like a corporate charity that you support. As And we were, he was doing all kinds of community stuff, but it was like, what if what if you pulled you know all franchisees uh, efforts together? Imagine how much impact you could make. And so he got really excited about that, and he chose the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of Canada, which everyone always would ask, like, why did you pick that? Does somebody in the family have it? You know, or they whisper it to someone else. Does someone in the voice and family have Crohn's and colitis? And and no, actually, the reason that he chose that charity is kind of a cool thing because people often wonder why people pick a charity is because. Um, because it's an underdog organization, and and, and actually in Canada, it's uh, Canadians have one of the it's one of the highest incidences of Crohn's and colitis, but it's something that people don't want to talk about because it is it's a, like they call it a closet disease because it's a bowel disease, um, and so he wanted to bring attention to it. He's like, I know, like, uh, like as much as as you know, the diabetes. Uh, foundation or the heart and stroke or, or cancer and all those things are super important. They already get quite a bit of awareness. And I want to bring attention to something that, uh, you know, that people don't know about. So over the years between uh, our annual charity barbecue day, golf tournaments and, and various things, M&M raised over $29 million for wow. the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of Canada. So I think it's really an interesting concept that, you know, of whether or not you pool together and support a common cause as a, as a franchise company or let franchisees choose their own initiatives. And as much as I think it's great if they choose their own initiatives, um, there is a missed, it just feels like there's a bit of a missed opportunity for exposure and PR and awareness. So anyway, it was a very interesting roundtable. I'll pause there because I'm sure you have some thoughts going on in your head. 
Yeah, you know, I find that like in, today, these days, you know, charitable and philanthropic work is such a like just a like baseline. Like you just have to be doing it, you know. Yeah. And I don't know that that's that's really serving the initiative because the the feeling that I get is a lot of people see it as a baseline and they're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna donate to a charity or yeah, every company donates to a charity or everyone's doing something philanthropic and it just sort of becomes a. a just a part of life, right? And when you when you're faced with the opportunity that you don't have to do it, you probably don't do it. And so this sort of boils down to the culture of the company where it's you're not doing this because it's baseline. You're not doing it because everyone else does it. You're not doing it because you're getting PR and exposure. You're doing it because you genuinely feel an obligation to help the less fortunate. You know, um, now some companies may not have that as part of their core values. Right. But if you do, you have to embrace it in its entirety, in its earnest, you know, as, as, a, as a business owner that's leading the community, you have to share the wealth and help the less fortunate because at any day you could be in their shoes or maybe you were, once were, you know? So when it comes to picking like a charity, um, I sometimes feel that it's better to do it corporate wise, you know, as a company, right? Because if, it, if it's up to the franchisee, they might just bail on it. You know, they'd be like, okay, if I get to pick, I just won't pick, or I'll just do something super easy just to get through it, you know, which then begs the, the question as to whether they're right for your system. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but when it's something bigger and you come together as a team, it feels like there's way more, um, you know, passion behind it. You know, every, you're not just doing it alone, you know, Hey, little franchisee over here, I'm helping somebody. Right. Yeah. And there's something exciting about, like I mentioned the $29 million over the years, there's something kind of motivating for some people, at least about that. Like, you know, you can, you can have an event and, and, you know, raise a few hundred dollars, which is every penny counts. I truly believe with these things, but you know, maybe you raise a few hundred dollars um, for a local uh, cause, but if you can bring all that together and 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 over the year raise a million dollars from one company for a certain cause, then there's also that you know ability to move the needle um, <clears throat> with that cause. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, one of the big takeaways was, and I, I can re relate to this back in the day of my being a franchisee and being in the field, is making it as easy as possible so that at least those people that, like you say, aren't aren't so into it, maybe can do it. So whether that is their own, you know, you supporting them to figure out a, a local cause that they're that they're because obviously if they're there's a local cause they might be more bought in. I'd rather I think I'd rather see a franchisee <clears throat> be really bought in on something local and make an impact then, you know, just really um, low key get involved with our corporate thing and, and not make a difference. So, you know, I guess that's the thing, like if the, whatever they're passionate about, they're going to do, but whatever it is making it easy. And I, I know some companies will have like, I mean, even we had, you know, we had the company charity, but you can still do whatever you want in your community. So if you wanted to support your, um, you know, local food bank or, uh, women's shelter or any anything like that, you certainly could also do that if you had that drive, which is great for franchising because it's giving back to the community and, mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah. 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 Want me to keep going? I have more thoughts. Yeah. I'm, 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 just, I'm just listening. <laughs> I just wanted to like pause to give you a chance if there was something you wanted to say. <laughs> I mean, there's always something I want to say. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, let's move on. Okay. okay. So um, the other, yeah. So you, you touched on this already, but the other, one of the other key takeaways is that in the recruitment process, it's a great way to get a sense of the, um, 
potential motivation of the franchisee to be community oriented. So, um, you know, asking in that process, like, what do you currently do to uh, give back to your local community? Like what or what volunteer activities are you involved with? Or if you could donate a thousand dollars, what would you donate it to? Like getting them thinking about it and then reading the reaction. And if you sense that they're not they're like it's something they don't ever think about. They're like, oh, I've never done that before or something. Then that might be a bit of a red flag. So it's sort of twofold. It's one, setting them up for understanding like the expectations that, you know, we are a company that gives back. It's part of our culture. And number two, then reading the reaction and trying to vet them out. So, but I know you've got franchisees that do some cool things in their communities. Oh man. I mean, that's, that's something that's, that's part of our core values is to get out into the community and, it and give back, right? Not yeah. just. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like uh, philanthropic or charitable from a financial standpoint, you know, it's just giving your time. Yeah. Giving time, bringing that 10K run or maybe not 10K. So not everybody does that, but like go do that, you know, 5K walk or whatever to support. And and you can wear your company logo just to show that you're supporting it. And that's just time. Yeah, it's time, it's it's services, it's products, it's not always just money, right? And yeah, it goes the wrong way to some people, you know, like in in this this climate that we have right now, there's you know more people struggling than there may have been in my entire generation, from what I remember, you know. Um, so you, you gotta do what it, what you can to help. Had to throw in a little uh, frustration with uh <laughs> anyway, we won't go there. Let's park that one. Um okay. But, okay, well let's let's wrap it up there. Let's do it. All right, okay, three. Two, one, go be awesome.